selling can feel massively uncomfortable. I think we can all admit that, right? Let's stop making that wrong. I want you to stop telling yourself you're wrong for feeling this way. I want to help you get over that discomfort so that you can stop avoiding those sales activities and keeping merrily busy while not making the kind of bank I know that you deserve. I want you to feel good about selling so that you can show up for those sales activities and sell more with ease. Yes, it's possible. Yes, even for you, my love. Let's talk about how. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us. One in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle and sacrifice, you, <laughs> And instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, it's moi, your business bestie, Corrie Javid from CorrieJavid.com. How are you doing, my love? Have you had a splendid, let me see, weekend probably when you're listening to this, splendid first half of May. I've been having a whale of a time over here, so I'm recording this on a Saturday in my gym jams, my gym jammeroos, because <laughs> with my milky coffee because yesterday I spent a glorious day in London with the beautiful, talented and infinitely delightful Nina Mukalov, who is both one of my clients and my photographer. You may have heard her interview on the show before. We did a photo shoot up there and we just had so much fun. I took my mum with me. She's always a laugh on a photo shoot. She's always good at getting me to do the fake laughs that are necessary <laughs> to get the good shots. She's also like has that super critical mum eye, which you're really grateful for in those moments. Like she confirmed yesterday at one point that yes, indeed, a jumper that I had chosen to wear did make me look like a marshmallow. Um, thank you, mummy. Love you. <laughs> Love your honesty. Um, <laughs> so useful. Um, we had a really nice time. It was so nice just to spend the car journey together chatting freely and having a good time. And also, I'm going to be honest with you, it was nice to leave the South Coast. <laughs> so I haven't gone out much with all this pan pandemonium, I was going to say. Well, you know, kind of accurate. So yeah, that's what's been going on over here. Also, I don't know if you've seen on the old gram, but I've been getting into reels and I am loving it. I know I'm late to the party. I know everybody's been dancing and pointing at things for at least a year now, but I just didn't quite get it. If I'm honest, maybe that's because I'm of a certain age now. <laughs> um, I think more of it was, I just didn't, 
I couldn't see how I was gonna like do reels in a way that felt truly me and I'm not interested in doing anything just because it's the fashion or the trend. I'm only gonna do things that feel like, yes, this is a way that I can have some fun with this or create some massive value or really connect with my um, community. And I stumbled across somebody's account and so far I hadn't watched a ton of reels. I'd watched some that are fun and entertaining and stuff, but there's just like lots of dancing and I was like, I don't know that I want to just be dancing. Nothing against anybody else who's doing some incredible dancing um, or even just regular dancing. Um, on the reels, but I was like, it just didn't, just wasn't lighting a fire in me. And then I found somebody else's account and she was actually using it to teach in like micro lessons, which I love any, any opportunity to train or teach or impart some, something that I've learned and pass it on. But also, um, really playful. And I was like, oh yes, because you know, you know, I love a bit of playfulness. You know, I'm always down for a bit of a laugh. And I'm also perfectly happy to make a bit of a knob of myself. <laughs> so um, yeah, so then I was like, oh, I get it. I get how this could work for me now. And then since then, I've been off and away. And also, I like to keep it real, real <laughs> around here. The first one that I created took me an hour, an hour, guys, an hour to create a 30-second <laughs> not probably leveraged time there, but I had so much fun doing it because it was my first one. I was like learning, obviously, all the things along the way, um, but I was like, mm, that's not going to be sustainable. I'm going to have to get that time down. But I just like to keep it real right? because, you know, I think sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I just smashed this out. It's no big deal, this old thing. Um, and I, no, that took me an hour. <laughs> So anyway, that's what I've been doing. If you haven't been and seen my reels over on Instagram, go and check them out. Not right now. Not now, my love. Do that when you're next on Instagram because we're going to talk about how to get over the discomfort of selling so that you can sell more. I love this topic. I'm obsessed with the discomfort of selling. Not that I want to make you uncomfortable, but I'm obsessed with talking about it. It's something I've talked about with every single one of the women who's ever worked with me. <laughs> um, and so I love bringing this conversation to you today. And I think, I'm hoping, I'm going to give you a really great perspective shift that you're going to be like, oh, okay. And you're going to feel a lot better about selling and also even about the discomfort of selling. So we'll get into that. Um, I just wanted to do a shout out to my clients who have been crushing it. I feel like we need a better phrase than crushing it. it sounds like a masculine energy. Uh, who have been leaning back and receiving it. How did that sound? I don't know. Maybe we should make it into a jingle. Anyway, <laughs> I'm in a playful mood. Um, They've just been doing so well. I think they've been loving the fact that it's sales energy as much as anybody who's not my client. But I think because then, especially um, all of the lovely ladies who are in, so I have two um, Elevated Abundance Mastermind groups. So I think they're all kind of spurring each other on and like sharing their sales wins and lots of them are taking really great messy sales action, which I like a bit of messy action. Um, and really just getting their energy behind um, selling in a, in a massive way. And I think it's kind of spurring them on extra as well, the fact that we're doing Sales Energy Month. So shout out to you ladies, absolutely obsessed with all of you. I'm so proud of everything that you're achieving. So I just wanted to give them a shout out. Um, also, I just wanted to give a shout out to our Italian listeners. I don't know if I've shared this on the show, but this podcast has been in the charts in the Italian Apple podcast charts for straight up months. I love Italy. And so I'm just very, very privileged to 
have lots of lovely Italian listeners, so thank you. And I feel like I should have prepared something in Italian to say. Now I feel very remiss and like a bit of an ignorant English a-hole for not having something beautiful in Italian to say to you. Sorry about that. We'll do better next time. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just so cool, isn't it, that we get to kind of like... I don't know, create this little old podcast and it gets out there to, you know, all sorts of places around the globe. I, oh, we had some, where was it? We got we got on the charts somewhere else yesterday and now I can't remember where it was. It was somewhere really quite far flung and I was like, oh, that's so cool. So cool. I love all of you listeners. I'm just so grateful to have you here. Oh, anyway, before I get all kind of like emotional, I like just love you guys. Um, let's get into today's show, how to get over the discomfort of selling to sell more with ease. I'm loving Sales Energy Month myself just because I love talking about it. And also behind the scenes, I am um, working on, of course, my brand new workshop, which is how to leverage your feminine energy to sell more without being salesy, which is a know what all of you ladies want. And I'm just absolutely loving fleshing this out, getting into the detail. So exciting. Cannot wait to deliver it to you. Um, And so let's get into this topic. So we've talked about so far this month in Sales Energy Month, we've talked about avoiding selling and how it's so easily done. And I see it too often. And the reasons why, so that you can understand like why that's the case. It's not because you're a bad business owner or any of the stories that you might have created around it. It's because you haven't been taught to do it in a way that feels good. It's because you have potentially negative beliefs around what it means to sell and also around potentially money. And when all of those things combine, of course, it makes you avoid it. And the thing is, one of the reasons why you're avoiding it is because it feels uncomfortable. But does that make it wrong? That's what we're going to explore. And we're going to get into how to make it more comfortable more quickly. But also we're going to look at like, does the fact that it's uncomfortable make it wrong? So here's some of the ways that discomfort in selling comes up. So obviously, there's the avoidance one. We did a whole <laughs> podcast episode on that. But there's also some like very specific scenarios. So I coach women through these all of the time. Um, and so I wanted to kind of bring some of them to you here so you can see how that discomfort manifests. So one is in handling objections. So guess what? News flash. If you have something that, well, actually, I would argue if you're selling anything, people are going to have some objections to that some of the time, right? And that's a normal thing. And that's not actually wrong. I could do at least a whole podcast episode on handling objections, if not a series, <laughs> um, because I find it so fascinating. But let's stop making objections wrong. And how this shows up in terms of discomfort, though, is if you're, for example, in a sales conversation, and you have pitched the idea of working together to the person in front of you, you've extended them that invitation, let me help you, and they voice an objection that could look like, mm, I'm just not sure if now's the good time. Or it could look like, um, I just don't know if I can afford that right now. Those are objections. Those aren't no's. And if you haven't done the work that's required to know how to show up for those objections, if you're not in your feminine energy, if you are showing up to that conversation with a less than desirable relationship with money and 
toting about some really sticky negative beliefs around money, then of course that's going to feel uncomfortable. As soon as somebody says, mm, I don't think I can afford that, then that triggers the alarm bells in your head and like, see, you price too highly, you're too expensive. And and it's easy just to go, okay, then buy. And it actually, you've left some money on the table there. So I'm going to have to rein myself in because I could really get into this. But that's one of the ways in which the discomfort shows up is hearing an objection, taking it as a no and running away rather than, and this is is uncomfortable, and we'll talk about it in a minute, at, and it's uncomfortable only at first, right? And only if you don't have the, and it's more uncomfortable if you don't have the foundations. We're going to get to it. But the discomfort can show up like if you know that actually you can handle that objection or address the objection or talk through the objection with the person in front of you, that can feel uncomfortable and you can feel like you would rather just run away than hear it. Um, and you can be leaving money on the table because most of the time an objection is actually not a no. Newsflash. Um, and so another way that this can show up and manifest is, and you might have seen my reel on this on Instagram, is freaking out in the pause. So anytime you tell somebody how much um, you charge for your service, if they weren't previously aware, and even sometimes if they were aware, um, they will pause just to consider it, right? It's just a natural thing that you do. They need to digest it. But there will be a pause and a silence. But we can make that silence mean that... Um, they're judging us harshly, they don't want it, we've priced it too highly, like all of this negative BS can come flooding in and we can't then deal with the um, the pause itself because of the discomfort that we're feeling around selling. And then again, we can like jump in and discount it really quickly or like try and fill that space and they don't get time to think properly and process it. Um, and we can basically like sabotage the sale because we weren't comfortable in that moment. Another way that discomfort shows up is if you've put your prices up, um, communicating that price with confidence. So that could be if you were telling your audience on a live stream or if you were mentioning it on a podcast or even just typing it out and popping it on your website or in a social media post. Um, maybe the idea of putting your prices in a social media post or on your website freaks you out, in which case, you know, there you go, there's the discomfort. <laughs> Um, or just like actually speaking your price to somebody, especially if it's a new price and you haven't got your energy behind it, that can feel really, really uncomfortable. So there's all of these different aspects of selling that discomfort can show up in. And I've just given you three examples there. Maybe you resonate with some of them. Um, but let's get into kind of like why this is happening and what you can do about it so that you can get over the discomfort and sell more with ease. But I just wanted to kind of show you how discomfort isn't just like a vague blanket across all sales activities. I mean, it can feel that way for sure, but it shows up in very specific ways. Once you start noticing, you can, you can actually pinpoint, oh, selling is feeling uncomfortable for me here, or it's showing up here. And once you can do that, then you have like some places that you can be working on improving rather than just generally feeling uncomfortable or uneasy about selling. When you have that kind of like vagueness to it, it's really hard to tackle it. So that's why I wanted to kind of like bring it down into some of the details so you can have something tangible to work on. So how do you get over the discomfort of selling so that you can sell more? I'm just going to be totally frank with you, my love. If you want to be making more sales with ease and without being salesy and you want to get through that discomfort... You really need to have worked on your money mindset. If you heard me in the last podcast episode, you know this to be true. 
it's just that first step that is so necessary to have looked at your money mindset and at least started healing your relationship with money and up-leveling your money mindset, which you can do inside of Limitless Money. And the other thing that I know to be true is that if you don't learn how to tap into your feminine energy to sell, well, then it's going to feel uncomfortable. And you can try and learn, you can try and like Google how to sell more, how to close more sales, and you're going to come across a lot of very masculine sales tactics that just probably make you want to run in the other direction. Makes me kind of come out in hives, some of them. (laughs) And you're going to tell yourself that, see, this selling malarkey is such a dirty business. I don't want anything to do with it. And it just doesn't have to be true. That's just because it's been spun from a completely different angle. And when you can tap into your feminine energy, you get to show up and really make selling about connecting with the other person, building a relationship with them, listening to them deeply rather than bringing all of your money mindset and negative sales beliefs to the conversation, which drown out and, you know, Um, that person's voice to some extent and distracts you from really just looking at and seeing and understanding and hearing the person in front of you and vocalizing to them with confidence and clarity, but also respect and authenticity, how you might be able to help them. And when you can learn to sell from that place, when you feel empowered and you empower the other person in that conversation, it is such a beautiful thing because at the end of the day, my love, you created your business because you have something that you want to put out in the world, some way that your products or services can help or add joy to somebody's life. If you want that to be happening, then you need to be selling, right? There's no two ways around that. So rather than vilifying selling because, hey, let's be honest, we haven't been taught how to do it. And if you try and look it up, most of the time people teaching it are in that super hyper masculine energy. If you learn how to do it in your feminine energy, then like I keep saying, then you're golden. You always have that. You don't have to keep leaving money on the table because of the discomfort. You can get through that discomfort. So yeah, just going to be honest with you, the quickest way to get over the discomfort and sell more without being salesy and to feel like a sense of ease around it is going to be to get your bums inside of Limitless Money because then you get access to that free workshop, How to Leverage Your Feminine Energy to Sell More with Ease. It's going to be $197 after May, but if you get into Limitless Money this month, you get it free, corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. I would say if you have been really reflecting this month already on the fact that you need to up your sales game, but do it in a way that feels true to you. You don't have to become somebody else. You just get to learn how to leverage what's already within you and apply it to sales and selling. It's such a beautiful thing. And I really, really want that for you. I want you to be making more money this year, my love. And healing your money mindset, up leveling it and learning how to leverage your feminine energy to sell more is the ticket to it. So go and sign up. We can wait. Just pause this right now. There's a handy dandy link inside the um, show notes, inside the kind of information bit around this podcast episode, corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. Stop overthinking it. You're not going to regret it. I can promise you that. Um, Go and get it. Get signed up and then come back. Okay. You back? Okay, cool. So how do you get over the discomfort? Um, So I know it sounded like a broken record here, but this is literally it. So number one, you have to have worked on your money mindset. There's no way that you can even show up for the discomfort of selling if you are bringing lots of heavy 
um, negative beliefs around money with you to that process. It just makes it feel too hard, right? It's just um, like trying to push glue up a hill or nail jelly to a wall or one of those other analogies. <laughs> um, so like I said in the last episode, do not pass go until you've done that. So I'm going to assume from here on out that you get that, that you're working on that. Maybe you've signed up to Limitless Money, that you are addressing your money mindset because there's no way that you can get really comfortable with selling without doing that first. It just isn't possible. Um, then step two is you really need a perspective shift here. So... This is the thing that I'm hoping will be a bit of an aha moment for you. Selling is not uncomfortable because it's wrong. And that's a really easy assumption for us to make. We avoid selling because it feels uncomfortable. And underneath that discomfort is a belief. Now, that belief could be really conscious. You could be really aware of it. And it could be kind of like screaming at you. Or it could be in your subconscious. But ultimately, if you are avoiding selling, more often than not, one of the very key beliefs at play there is a belief that selling is somehow wrong, that it is somehow greedy, that it is not right to receive money, that it is not safe to receive money through the act of selling, that people who sell are sleazy, salesy, greedy, etc. So that, my love, is not a belief that is serving you. And it is actually two concepts that have connected together incorrectly, and I say this because I had to undo, unpack and undo this belief system in my own mind, right? So I'm always saying this from a place of pure compassion and love because I have been through this process myself um, and obviously helped dozens and dozens of women do it too. But it's not uncomfortable because it is wrong. Selling is not uncomfortable because it is wrong. I really want you to hear that. And this is why it's really important to actually take some time to look at your beliefs around selling because those two things have become attached erroneously. And obviously, when you sign up for Limitless Money and my brand new workshop, in the workshop, we will be looking at your sales beliefs and unpacking them. So it is uncomfortable because you think it is wrong, not because it is wrong to sell, but because you think it is wrong. Why do you think selling is wrong? Number one, because we have loads of cultural suggestions that point to that. We have lots of examples of selling done poorly, um, thrust in our faces, and we are not in the habit of celebrating selling done well, although we are sold to in a way that we actually enjoy and love all the time. And we're just not trained to recognize it or notice it. We're trained to recognize and notice the few, the handful of times where people are doing it from a really icky and gross place, right? So you think it is wrong, number one, because we have some societal and cultural conditioning that suggests that. Number two, it's easy to think that selling is wrong because it is intrinsically linked to money and well, it, it is it just not even intrinsically linked. It is about money, right? <laughs> and if you are toting around negative beliefs around money, if you have money mindset blocks, if you have stories and you are, you know, conditioned in childhood and in adulthood um, to believe that asking for money is wrong, talking about money is wrong, um, all manner of other negative limiting beliefs about money, then that is another cause for the discomfort. Um, so these two things kind of come together, the our own like money stories and also the cultural beliefs and stories around what it means to sell. And they combine together to create this discomfort and to tell you that it's wrong. Selling is not wrong, but 
these two things combine to make a belief that it is wrong. So that's one reason why selling is feeling uncomfortable, right? Because those things are at play. I've talked about them a ton. I've talked about what you need to do to undo them. But there's also something else here. And I think this gets really overlooked. And this actually shows up in business in all manner of ways that selling, and you know, you could insert something else here, like getting visible, for example, but selling is uncomfortable because it is new. And it can feel new to you, even if you've had a business for a while. If you aren't feeling comfortable with selling, it's because you haven't been like showing up for the discomfort and really embracing the the fact that you can learn how to do it in a way that feels good. And so it will still feel new to you until that clicks into place, until you're like, oh, I get it now. This is how I sell in a way that feels good. This is that feminine energy vibe. Then it clicks into place. Then it stops feeling new and then it stops feeling uncomfortable, right? So I'm hoping that perspective shift helps. Selling is not uncomfortable because it is inherently wrong. You have a story that it is wrong and that is making it uncomfortable. And it is also probably uncomfortable because there is a degree of newness to it. Um, And I think we have unrealistic expectations around what it looks like to sell in our businesses. We are really bombarded with lots of marketing that suggests that, oh, if you just do this on Instagram, sales are going to come flooding in. If you just create this one webinar, then sales are going to come flooding in. If you just set up a Facebook ad, sales are going to come flooding in, right? Um, and, you know, some of those things can happen. Let's always be available for all opportun- for all possibilities. But I think the reality is, and especially if you have something that's kind of higher ticket that you're selling, but even regardless is the fact is you need to learn for every product and service that you have, or each revenue stream probably is a better way of saying it. You need to learn how to sell appropriately for that revenue stream. And you need to keep showing up for it until that sales process really clicks into place. I'll give you an example. So for the first like like year 18 months of my business, my main sales focus was filling my one-to-one coaching program, right? And so I had to really keep showing up for that sales mechanism until I nailed that particular way of selling. So it remained new to me until I nailed it, right? And so for me, I was, my sales mechanism was sales calls, right? still is. Um, And at first they felt hella uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie about that, right? Um, And it was not because I was doing something wrong. And it's not because there was something wrong about me. It's because it was new and I was learning. And until I had, you know, started to embrace the fact that it would be a bit uncomfortable at first, until I had learned how to apply my feminine energy in that situation, then it was uncomfortable, but it wasn't making that wrong. It's uncomfortable until you nail it. And then, and it, you know, nailing it doesn't mean that you have to be, it has to be like some long drawn out process. Nailing it is more nailing the energy. Um, and then you get to keep showing up for it and you keep, get to keep learning and perfecting, but it just doesn't feel uncomfortable anymore. Does that make sense? There's a kind of distinction there. Um, but yeah, this is the thing that I think is misconstrued in the online space that we're kind of taught that, oh, selling is just one of those kind of like byproducts of marketing. There's such an emphasis on marketing and marketing is important. There just isn't enough emphasis on actually the fact that 
as business owners, we need to learn how to sell and sometimes learn how to sell in a different way for different revenue streams. We get bombarded with these images of like, oh, you just create this and it's largely marketing based and then the sales come flooding in. And so if your experience is that sales aren't just showing up with ease um, and because nobody has taught you to expect to have to show up for a process of learning how to get your energy behind that and also learning how that sales mechanism is going to work for that particular revenue stream. So if you haven't been taught to expect that, then you set up some of the practicalities or you do some marketing and you don't get a flood of sales or sales aren't coming through easily. And it's so unfortunate but true that at that point so many business owners make themselves wrong then and are like oh my I just suck at this my business is never going to be successful I guess I'll just have to resign myself to only ever just making enough money when in fact it's because we haven't had really reasonable expectations set up of what it looks like to as business owners show up for the process of learning how to sell when when we've established when we're establishing a new revenue stream right So we misinterpret the discomfort and we make it about us. So instead of saying, oh, of course, it's a little bit uncomfortable at this point because I haven't just nailed my energy here yet. I haven't actually fully understood and shown up for this learning process yet. So of course, it's feeling a little bit clunky and that's okay. It doesn't mean anything about me, my ability to sell or the um, possibilities available in terms of revenue from this revenue stream. Do you see how that's like a really, really important shift there? It's that we need to stop making the discomfort actually wrong. It's okay for it to be a little bit uncomfortable at first. And I'm going to talk to you about, you know, how do we deal with that discomfort? But first of all, I want us to stop making it so wrong and stop coming to the wrong conclusions about it, it doesn't mean that you suck. It doesn't mean that you're not good at selling because it's uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that it's a wrong activity to be doing and should be avoided or apologized for. It's just that it's new and that you have something to learn there. So I have this really great analogy that I love pulling out and and, um, and using with my clients because I think it really helps this to click into place. So if you haven't yet nailed selling in your business. And by that, I mean nailed, getting your energy behind it, feeling good about it, and then reliably converting in whichever way it is that you convert in your business, um, prospective clients into paying clients or customers. If you're not there yet, there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) There's nothing that is is inherently stopping you from getting there. And I really want you to hear that and understand that it's not that you're not a born salesperson. You know, some people are that kind of really salesy born salesperson, but we don't need to be that way. This is something you can totally learn. But it, and it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you if it's feeling uncomfortable. Don't make that wrong. Keep telling, start telling yourself that actually this is just part of the process. And I think that takes off so much pressure and it um, prevents us from then defaulting to avoiding it because it's uncomfortable. Like, of course it's uncomfortable, it's new. So the analogy here, which I think is really, really helpful, is it's like learning to drive. So I'm presuming you know how to drive. If you don't, this analogy is going to suck for you and I'm sorry. Um, Maybe think of like, I don't know, something else you've learned, like piano. I don't know. But it's like learning to drive. And I'm sure even if you can't drive, then you'll kind of like understand this enough. Um, when you first learn to drive, like, I don't know if you remember your first driving lesson. Mine was an absolute shit show. I found it really hard and uncomfortable, especially here in the UK. We all learn to drive manually or stick shift, whatever you might call it, wherever you are. 
Um, so there's a lot going on, isn't there? It feels super clunky. You've got to look in your mirrors. You've got to indicate. You've got to steer. You've got to navigate around about. You've got to change gears. You've got to remember which pedal is which. There is so many different things and it feels hella uncomfortable. No. And it feels super uncomfortable, right? It doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean you're never going to learn how to drive. It doesn't mean that driving is inherently a wrong activity and you should get out of that car and run in the other direction. And you keep showing up for it, right? You know that it's uncomfortable. But you're like, it's going to get more, more and more comfortable. And if you learned to drive like me like a long time ago, <laughs> or even, you know, quite quickly after you learn, it just becomes second nature. You just get in the car. You're not thinking, right, turn on the ignition, check the mirror, put it into first, like, you know, let go of the handbrake. You're just doing these things automatically. And maybe you love driving. Maybe you're not even that jazzed about driving, but you wouldn't give it up, right? Because it's super convenient. It gets you where you want to go. It gets you results, right? Um, it gives you a ton of independence. Uh, and so this is why driving is a really great analogy for sales and selling. It's supposed to be a little bit uncomfortable at first while you're learning it. And that discomfort doesn't make it wrong. But we come to the wrong conclusion that the fact that it's uncomfortable means that we're doing something bad and wrong here because of all that cultural conditioning around selling, because of any negative beliefs around money that you're bringing to the party. Does that make sense? So when you can get rid of that, when you can heal your relationship with money, when you can really look at your beliefs around se selling and empower yourself with new, more supportive beliefs around selling, then suddenly, first of all, it automatically, immediately feels more comfortable. And secondly, you feel okay about getting through that initial bit of discomfort. It just becomes something that is a necessary part of the process. And when you don't end up overthinking it and make it mean something about you and your ability to sell and your business and da 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 da, da it doesn't spiral into this negative thing. You're like, oh, well, it feels less uncomfortable because I know I'm, first of all, I'm expecting it to be just a little bit uncomfortable, so that's fine. Um, and I'm just learning here and that's okay. And that can be such a gift. And that's like, I see, so whenever I sort of tell a, a new client this analogy, they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay, I feel so much better now. Because I think from the outside, we can look at people selling online and just assume that it's just easy for them, that they just rocked up to the internet, set up a business and knew how to sell and sell with ease, bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, and that just isn't the, the case. I had to get through this discomfort. So I was talking about, for me, the first way that I really learned how to sell in my business was through discovery calls. Um, and it was like the first few were really uncomfortable because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I hadn't at that point fully um, healed my like relationship with money and also with, um, with the idea of selling. And so it felt more clunky. So I could have, you know, <laughs> made that more comfortable more quickly. But it was uncomfortable at first. But I also understood that I was learning something here and I was learning something that was going to be absolutely foundational to my business and my success. And so I showed up through the discomfort and I had support doing that too, right? And so that's why I, I'm creating this workshop because I, I don't want you to be going out there unsupported. I want you to have that to fall back onto, to listen to, to support you and bolster you before you go out there and, you know, get back in the car and, and have another little spin around the block, you know. Um, 
But the thing is, is even though there were a couple of points at which that discomfort um, really showed up in the moment, the fact is the discomfort in the moment is always far, far less than our anticipation of the discomfort. So we can avoid the hell out of selling activities thinking that it's going to be really uncomfortable. And actually when it comes down to it, um, it's a fleeting moment. It's just a choice in that moment of, oh, I'm on this call. Somebody's voiced an objection. I feel like running in the other way, but no, I notice that that's my discomfort showing up. I'm going to stay in it. I'm going to choose the path that is more uncomfortable now, but is going to bring me long-term comfort. And it's literally a fleeting moment. It's like a 30-second thing most often in my experience, that, that point at which you choose the thing that feels uncomfortable, then immediately it stops feeling as uncomfortable. But it only took a very small handful of times of me being in that discomfort and choosing the more uncomfortable route for me to massively learn. I learned so much in those moments. In those moments when the discomfort started to creep in and I knew I had a choice, I could get the heck out of Dodge and wrap up the call and squirm and like wriggle away. Or I could be like, okay, I'm staying in this. I'm going to put my attention back on the person in front of me. I'm going to go to my feminine energy techniques that I know to get out of my fear here and to get back into a place of empowerment for me and for her. And I'm going to practice this. This is what I'm here to do. It only took a small handful of those moments for me to really fully see that actually there was nothing to be afraid of. And actually, um, I learned really something in, in those situations about what it means to sell and sell in a way that feels empowering because I actually was able to put it into practice. And then the next time I could show up with more confidence, the next time I could show up feeling more comfortable because I wasn't afraid of the discomfort anymore. Um, and so the irony is, is that if we stop being afraid of the discomfort, the discomfort shows up less. <laughs> um, you know, what you resist persists, right? And I learned very quickly then how to have really, really great sales conversations. But I wouldn't have done that if I'd, number one, made the discomfort wrong, and number two, avoided that learning process that comes with some discomfort, right? Um, and so I want to just, you know, be frank and honest with you and say, yes, it took some discomfort to learn how to sell in that particular way. Am I regretful of that? Not at all. It's one of the things that is the most foundational building blocks of my business. I know that if my business went up in a puff of smoke tomorrow, I can get on a call with somebody, have a really great conversation, build a relationship with them and sell to them in a way that feels empowering to me and empowering to her. Like I know that I'm golden. <laughs> That's something that like, can't be taken away. And so in the same way that somebody can't take away my ability to drive, um, you know, it's the same with selling. And so that's why I really love this analogy because I think it can give you that really useful reminder. So in the moments when showing up for learning to sell feels uncomfortable, you're like, oh, it's okay, actually. There's supposed to be a bit of discomfort here. And I think this is kind of part of a wider conversation that we need to have more as business owners in the online space that we have to sometimes do uncomfortable things in our business. No magic happens inside of our comfort zone. But that doesn't mean that we have to be struggling. That's a different thing. Struggling is more when you're doing something unsupported, trying to do it alone and trying the same things on repeat and not getting different results, right? That, to me, that's what struggling really means. Um, not getting support, not getting help, not saying, hey, I need, need something else here. 
Um, but we do have to do uncomfortable things sometimes. But the reality is, is that the the discomfort of those things is very fleeting and it's over, you know, it's over very fast. And so if we can embrace the fact that sometimes in business we have to do things that are uncomfortable. So that could be, you know, just having the, you know, confidence to say, I'm starting this business, I'm making this leap. It could be really getting visible for the first time. That's another one of the things that I help my clients with a lot, right, is getting through the discomfort of getting, of being visible, getting through the discomfort of selling. And what can happen if we're not supported in that process is that we just are waiting to feel good about it in order to show up for it. So for example, using visibility, it's very easy to think like, oh, well, I'm going to work on my mindset some more, or I'm going to, you know, fart around with my website so it feels like a more accurate reflection of what I'm doing, or I'm just going to really map out my Instagram strategy, uh, my Instagram content strategy (laughs) so that I can feel better about showing up. But all of these things are delay tactics and procrastination tactics, and you're kind of waiting to feel comfortable about getting visible. And it's the same with selling, waiting to feel comfortable Uh, with the idea of selling before you actually crack on with it but it just doesn't work that way you need to stop making it you know you can do them you have to do the money mindset work first um, and you can do some sales mindset work first so it's going to feel way way less uncomfortable but there will be at first a tiny bit of residual discomfort and what we need to do is stop waiting for that to go away first before we take action It's the actual showing up and expecting and anticipating some discomfort and being okay with it that allows you to move through it. And this is the thing that prevents you from getting stuck, prevents you from staying in a holding pattern in business. I've seen too, too many women get stuck in a holding pattern, whether it is through visibility. It always kind of goes in that way. Actually just starting, first step, then then we kind of transfer the same thing to getting visible, that's step two, and then you know, learning how to sell. These are kind of like the three sort of stages as a newer business owner, or even like further along, we can be in business for a while and still not have have nailed selling, right? So let's stop making a little bit of discomfort from time to time in our businesses mean that we're doing something wrong. Let's stop avoiding it, but let's support each other in showing up for it. And also let's give ourselves the best chance of choosing the discomfort, the, you know, the short-term discomfort and the long-term comfort in the moment by doing the preparation, which is that mindset work. Is this making sense? Good. (laughs) So you can see why I love having this conversation because I think we can go about it the wrong way. We can kind of just be sitting around waiting for it to feel comfortable. It's it's not going to happen until you've done some of the the preparatory work for this. Um, And then also just stopped making the fact that it's uncomfortable mean that you're doing something wrong. And not just doing something wrong, but we can make it mean something about us, right? So we can say to ourselves, like, if you if you noticed, for example, when I was calling people out on avoiding sales um, actions and activities, if you started making that mean something about you, then that's kind of like a big waste of energy, isn't it, my love? But it's easy for us to do that and to say, like, oh, I suck because I'm avoiding this. No, it's not that you suck, my love. You're amazing, but it's just that it's uncomfortable and you're expecting it not to be. And you're telling yourself that it's easy for everyone else. No, I'm telling sitting here and telling you right now that these things, you know, for me were uncomfortable at the time. When I decided to start my business, super uncomfortable. When I first got really visible in a big way, super uncomfortable. Um, learning how to sell moments again, fleeting moments of it being uncomfortable, but 
not making that wrong at every stage. That's the key. Not making that mean there's something wrong with you. It's just the process we go through as business owners. So if you're a mother and a business owner and you didn't spend all of this time and energy either deciding to go all in on your business or starting your business up or maybe you've been in business a while, but you didn't do all of that just to have your business feel like a bit of a flop or feel like it's kind of limping along or it got to a certain point and plateaued and it's only ever just making kind of enough. If this is you, I am hands down the best person to help you with this, my love. Let me help. I mean, I when I look around, I don't see anybody teaching specifically mothers how to heal their relationship with money. And I, yes, I do think that we need nuanced support, especially around the impact of motherhood on our money mindsets, but I don't see anybody really doing that. And I don't see people teaching money mindset in a way that is absolutely accessible for you and doesn't require you to carve out swathes of extra time to make it happen. That's why Limitless Money is 100% audio. You can be doing it while you're doing something else. There is literally nothing to stop you completing Limitless Money. And I've seen that play out in our completion stats. I'm massively proud of that. So I didn't see anybody else teaching a money mindset in this way in specifically to mothers. And I also don't see anybody else out there teaching women how to leverage their feminine energy so that they can sell in a way that feels good. I don't see anybody out there who's really making the effort to understand the reasons why as women we find selling and learning sort of the old sales tactics and old masculine techniques, why we find them hard and uncomfortable. It's not just a matter of sucking it up. No, <laughs> it's a matter of learning how to use the energy that's inherent already in you, tapping into that and using it in a way that sales makes sense to you, that it feels like something to be embraced suddenly, that it feels like something that's actually massively comfortable. Right now, I feel really comfortable selling. I'm just selling to you right now, <laughs> right? I'm doing it unapologetically. I'm just telling you that, yep, I'm hands down the person that I think can help you with this. And I have my like full energy behind my offers and offering because I've been through this, right? Because I've done this process. So you're kind of like, it's a bit meta here right now, right? So you're seeing this in action. Um, and I'm saying to you that I see you and I hear you with how you're feeling about selling and I know that I can help you with that and I would love to because I, I want nothing more than you to be making more money because when you're making more money, I know you're going to do amazing things with it. I know that you're going to do amazing things for yourself, for your family, probably your community, probably you've got some wider agenda, some mission that's important to you because I just know that that that's the kind of heart-centered um, women that we have around here and I just think that empowering women financially is like so exciting because we are the gateway to the next generation as well. We can make some like real change and some real difference. And I'm just, I could get totally off on a tangent here because I feel so passionately about it. But it's not going to happen if you don't know how to sell, right? And sell in a way that feels good to you. So let me help you with that, my love. Corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. I'm here for you. Would love nothing more than to help you heal your relationship with money, help you up-level that money mindset so that you can be easily a match for more, so that you understand how to leverage your energy instead of effort to receive more abundance. And I would love nothing more than to welcome you into my brand new workshop and teach you the mindset shift, the energetic upgrade, and a light sprinkling of strategy, because yes, it's necessary, so that you can actually understand how to sell without being salesy. Then you are golden. I keep saying this, but it's the truth, right? corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. Don't overthink it. Just go and do it. And 
actually think of it this way. Once you come out the, you know, once you've done limitless money and you've been through the workshop and applied my teachings and transformations, you'll just be selling with such ease. What would what would a week of selling with ease look like for you and for your business? What would it look like for your revenue, for your bank balance? Like when you're looking at the price tag on limitless money, I mean, I know I could charge way, way more for it, but I am really committed to keeping it at an accessible price. But what would that mean to you? Like even just one week of selling with ease and seeing sales coming in on repeat. Like just think of it from that perspective. Think about also how much energy you will free up from not toting around discomfort around selling, from not avoiding it, from that takes a lot of actual decision factor fatigue because you're like, I should be selling. No, I won't. Maybe I'll do it later. Maybe I'm, you know, doing it wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like it takes a lot of bandwidth to be actually avoiding selling, you free up so much energy when, well, first of all, when you release all of your old stuff around money. I have so, so many emails and messages from Limitless Money students who tell me they feel actually physically lighter, especially when they've gone through, I think, the first two modules in particular. Um, Yeah, think of how much more energy you have when you can just like tra-la-la, show up for business, selling is no problem anymore, sales are just coming in consistently, increasingly, what would that mean for you, right? It's kind of a no-brainer if you ask me. <laughs> Go and sign up. CoryJavid.com forward slash limitless. Okay, my love, I've reached out my hand. Are you going to take it? I'm leaving that down to you. And if you have any questions um, about the Limitless Money course or about the workshop and how that's going to roll, send me a DM on Instagram. Don't ever DM me in Facebook. It's a mess over there. Send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email support at corriejavid.com. I will personally reply. And I hope to see you inside there. And also I have a live stream coming up inside our group, Limitless Mothers. Make sure you're in there to find out about that. And until next time, never forget, you are limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week, and so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we're known to surprise and delight our reviewers, so if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.